thank you so much for tuning thank you so much for tuning in to the kathy lee parker show i'm sitting here with jason he's been on my show before we've been talking about health issues and we're gonna be talking about look and feel be healthy welcome jason to my show <laughs> thanks kathy thanks for having me again yes and how do i say your last name again teichner Teichner, Teichner, Jason Teichner. Yes, and you know, you have a very good um, education behind you on health and wellness, and you help many, many people online, as well as YouTube to Zoom. And uh, and I've known you for a couple years, and you even helped my, house, my husband out as well. So I'm very thankful for that. And yeah, uh, good, good. you helped him out with some, it was just minor issues, but you know, guys like to talk. So everybody likes to talk. <laughs> I don't know, they say women like to talk, but I don't know, maybe some guys do too. Well, it's when it comes to health, you know, everybody's curious and your specialty. And you have many titles behind your, your name and, and you've done many videos and, and, um, other guest appearances as well and and i'm honored to have you on my show too and uh oh my gosh why are we talking about how to stay healthy that is such a topic you know it is. really is so and before we begin just give me a quick brief of you know your background so that they there's always somebody new jumping on and want to know who you are sure yeah i've been doing this professionally for about 18 years um I am a uh, certified practitioner, nutritionist, hypnotherapist, um, and so I help people heal with all types of health challenges from mild to moderate to severe simply by knowing the cause uh, of the illness. And there's basically, there's basically only one cause uh, that is responsible for 99% of the illnesses, and that is toxicity. And toxicity causes inflammation and it causes acidity in the body. So those are the two subsets of toxicity. Now, what you're toxic, what you're toxic with is another story. Um, a lot of times you need to go to a um, naturopathic doctor and uh, have specific tests ordered to see exactly what is causing your toxicity. It could be a microorganism of some kind, um, viral, bacterial, uh, viral is technically not a microorganism, but could be viral, could be bacterial, could be parasitic, uh, could be fungal, could be a combination, could also be heavy metals. Uh, and so that's the first thing that a person needs to needs to find out. Now, you can also order these tests online at sites like lifeextension.com. Um, but it's usually better to see a uh, naturopathic doctor or an osteopath or somebody like that that can tell you which tests they think you need to take, which you don't, instead of going and spending a whole bunch of money on tests you may not need. But, um, you know, that will tell you what is causing your issues uh, and your inflammation and your acidity, which, of course, create all pretty much all, like I said, about 99% of, of all illnesses and diseases. Oh, my gosh. You put it all in one sentence. Um, and <laughs> a I few noticed, sentences, but still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a one sentence. But anyway, um, I noticed that you wrote a book. 
get thin mm-hmm. for life. Is that I right? did. Oh, how did that go? How's that going? Yeah, it's, it's going pretty well. Um, that was published in 2017, self-published. You can get it on Amazon, um, Get Thin for Life with an exclamation point. Sometimes it doesn't come up when you look for it by title, but if you look for it um, by my name, you'll find it. It'll pop right up there. And uh, that's, a, that's a book that I wrote about, um, you know, since it's called Get Thin for, or called Get Thin for Life, uh, it is about why, what are all the underlying reasons that people can't lose weight? And it goes into a lot of different um, possible uh, illnesses, from digestive illnesses to endocrine issues, um, to immune issues, uh, neurological issues, and um, and all of that. But you know, I've kind of been doing a lot of research and been talking to a lot of people, uh, both both client wise as well as other professionals, and. I would really heavily, I need to write another book to kind of update this because now um, I'm a little bit more into knowing that it's always toxicity of some form that creates this stuff. Now, those conditions that I mentioned in the book um, do happen, of course, all the time, um, but it's a result of of the toxicity and what you are, uh, what is causing your toxicity, like I mentioned all the uh, possibilities a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this is such a, so good information. I mean, because everybody's always concerned about their health, and mm-hmm. uh, especially with this pandemic, a lot of people got claustrophobia from being inside their house, and even mm-hmm. got, they even got depressed. You know? Yeah, and- pe- people are doing the worst thing that they could possibly do. Um, being in their house, they're not getting the sun, they're not getting vitamin D. Um, the, um, the environmental toxins inside are 10 times as high as the environmental toxins outside. So the worst thing you could do is stay inside. And we all know by now, um, and I mentioned on your last show, and I've been mentioning it for the last year and a half (laughs) to people, and now I've been, been proven right. Um, uh, even, even the mainstream media is reporting some of this. They're not going to allow all of it to be reported, but, um, you're kind of getting a glimpse of it now that, um, you know, that, uh, this, this, this virus is not anywhere near what we were being told. Uh, right. masks do nothing to protect against viruses. Um, this quote unquote vaccine is not even a vaccine. It's that doesn't even fit the definition. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's mRNA technology, which is not a vaccine, uh, and um, it's neither safe nor effective. And this has been backed by thousands of doctors and virologists. Um, and like I said, I've been telling this people this from the start, but you know, a lot of people are just, they're paranoid to, for lack of a better term. Uh, and they're still, they're still, we're still wearing masks even though they do nothing against viruses. This was a bacteria, that'd be another story because bacteria are a lot bigger than viruses. Viruses will just penetrate right through the mask. It doesn't. It it, it doesn't do anything. Um, and so, you know, people just kind of need to live their life. If you're going to worry about COVID, you should worry a lot more about the flu because a lot more people get the flu and die of the flu than COVID. Right. Um, right. And you know, one out of ten thousand people die from have been uh, died from COVID. And that's only the numbers that are, you know, reported based on a. Um, based on a test which isn't even a covid test they call it a covid test but the body but the body does not know how to isolate uh covid from anything else it hasn't been around long enough so therefore um when you test positive 
it could be from any coronavirus, not necessarily COVID. It could be from any coronavirus. So you may you may have COVID, you may not have COVID, you may have different coronavirus. So um, it, it, it's really, really purposefully misleading um, by the government and the media. And, um, it, you know, it's too bad that people don't really know, don't know the truth. It really is. Yeah, it's, you're, you said that right on the nail. And uh, I want to say something. My uncle died from staying home with the flu. He really did. He, mm-hmm. he died. Yeah. And, uh, and he didn't feel too good. And he died that morning. And, um, but also to make the long story short, um, you know, I get the, this is funny. You know, when you talk about more diseases, they're in the home because you're, like you said, you're not getting the air and that mm-hmm. you need the fresh air and the stuff like that. Cause our bodies were, you know, we need to be outside too, just as much as we need to mm-hmm. be inside. But, um, some of our homes have a lot of dust and you know what yep. what else is growing in there especially in the um, winter time and it gets why in the spring we open up our windows and we sanitize it and clean it really good and, but anyway and it feels and it has a nice fresh scent but um yeah but i just remember i i stayed home one time and and i got sick from staying home i got the flu and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I'm like, wait a minute. I stayed in the weekend and Monday I get the flu. How can this mm-hmm. be? How? And I was always frustrated. I asked around. I even asked doctors. I said, you know, I got sick from being home. They got an mm-hmm. you, you picked it up. You had the bug from a long time ago. No, I was home. I stayed in yeah. and watched movies and everything and cuddled when it was snowing outside. And then Monday yeah. came around and I had the flu. And I'm like. No, there's no way I could get the flu from staying home. <laughs> yeah, being inside breaks down your immune system. It really does. Now, what the thing that people don't understand when you you know the next question you'd probably ask yourself is, you know, well, I wasn't I wasn't around anybody that's sick. Well, right. people don't understand. We have um, most vast majority of people. The the average people have uh, viruses already in your system uh, as an adult is about fifteen hundred. So we already have about 1,500 dormant viruses in our system. Now, viruses cannot be activated without some type of a toxin. So all you have to do um, to to get a virus is have a toxin that gets released inside your body, and then that activates the virus. So, Hmm. you know, you don't have to be around anybody else. You don't. It's all a myth. Um, The way that we're to what we're told about viruses is all a myth. Um, it's not, you know, you, do, you don't get it directly from somebody else. You, you get it, you're more susceptible if somebody, if you're around somebody else, but that's only because of the toxins that are be cre- being created. Because when you when you know that a person has an active virus, you also know that it's specific toxin. Now there's one of a million toxins, but that, that a certain toxin has been activated. So you're not getting the virus from the virus. You're getting the virus activated that's already for toxin that person is passing on to you. So it's more, it's, it's indirect, but you already have these toxins inside your body. You already have these viruses inside your body. So that's how you get them without being around anybody is you're inside, there's a bunch of toxins that are inside, especially if you don't have an air purifier, which everybody should have, um, you know, especially because mold is a lot more prevalent than people think it is. 
along with other toxins and the toxin gets activated and that's how you your virus gets activated you don't catch the virus the virus is already in your system it just gets activated through some type of a toxin so that's that's in a nutshell how viruses work there's more to it than that obviously but i tried to simplify that as much as possible so that's why people they get this they get that and they're like how did i get it well that's that's how and then a virus is completely different and acts completely different than any other type of microorganism because a virus has to is is part of a host and that host gets toxic and then you get you um get the virus activated in in your body whereas bacteria um fungus uh, parasites mold they just basically you catch those directly they go right into your system you catch those directly and um, that's that's the difference. Um, people think you catch viruses directly, you don't. And I kind of just explained how you would have a virus be activated inside your system that's already in your system. If viruses were harmful on their own, we would be sick all the time and we'd be dead in like a year from, <laughs> from all those viruses being activated. I, I'm so, gonna say something to you. I know to a lot it has to do with the cleanliness of your home. You, you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? People don't keep up sure. the dusting, dusting collect all kinds of dust you can get sick from if you don't have a dust mm -hmm. and dust builds on top of dust and then dirt and not cleaning your floors and not laundry you know not cleaning your sheets and things like that yeah it's the mites it, yeah it's the mites it's not the dust itself or the sheets itself it's the bed mites dust mites uh that's how you get sick yeah um so like you said cleaning you know is, is very very important um, and you have to use something that has, um, has enough of a, of a small enough micron count to, um, you know, to, to get rid of these, um, you know, invaders in the dust and in the bed and things like that. And that's why I have an air purifier. That's why everybody should have an air purifier. Um, it's, it, it's extremely important to, um, you know, get rid of at least most of those toxins that are inside. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Yes, this is such good information, and they can get an air. What did you say? Air um, cleaner, purifier. Yeah, an, an air purifier. So just you know, just look at one that has been scientifically proven to, um, you know, to to get rid of uh, any invaders that are less than point um, point zero three microns. Uh, the lower the better. It says point zero one. It's even better, but point zero three microns and below is ideal because then that gets rid of about 99 percent of the, um you know of the invaders in your home and then also too what about animals that sleep on your bed and yeah same thing absolutely clean that the dog God. Yeah, absolutely clean the dog <laughs> come here dog you're getting a vacuum um no, no but put hot water say i gotta boil you for a little bit <laughs> right i have a picture of somebody chasing around their dog saying no i gotta clean you so i don't get sick but but it's true but that is very true Some you know the, those mites are on your dogs or on your cats or on any animal you have um uh -huh. absolutely yeah yeah i know people laugh at me because i was washing my cat and they're like why are you cleaning your cat and i said they keep themselves clean yeah they may keep themselves clean but they sleep on my bed at night only to a certain extent <laughs> yeah right to a certain extent but, but a certain extent. I, yeah but i still wash my cat i know it's it's weird 
Yeah. No, it's actually it. It sounds weird, but it's actually important. And they're happy. And they're happy. They feel good. Of course. They're happy. They say, they say, "Meow, I'm clean." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it's a but good then, thing to do. It, it is a good thing to do. Yes. But um, and also too, um, when you go at hotels, the same places, it's I always bring a can of Lysol. You know, is that mm -hmm. kind of weird? You know, I feel like a weird person. I still spray even the finest, <laughs> nicest hotels. I don't care. I see how you roll up those sheets. <laughs> you know, I right, still right. Want to... I would use, yeah, I would use, I would use tea tree oil spray instead, but oh, Lysol, really? you know, because it's Lysol's chemicals. But, but yes, Lysol does get the job done. And the problem is it's chemicals. So I would, tea tree oil does a lot of the thing without the, without the side effects. But, Ooh, but okay. yeah. That's good. That's good, good to know because I sneeze a little bit. You know, I have to air mm -hmm. off the, the bedding. Yeah, that's not, that's not a good sign I, if you're sneezing. I know, but I, I stayed at some really <laughs> fine hotels and, you know, two dollars $300 a night. But I uh -huh. don't care. I still whip down the blanket and, and do a quick spray. <laughs> and my husband's like, yeah. yeah, he looks at me like, what are you doing that? Or, you know, I said, oh, I don't know. I don't know where this been. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But anyway, um, and sometimes it's not too weird to be too clean, but, but anyway, but yeah, I like the, what you said about the pandemic where, um, mm -hmm. a lot of my friends, they stayed home and they got really depressed, Yeah, you know, and, uh, and it was an emotional and mentally, I would say more mental, um, depression yeah. Yeah. and, and then they, you know, almost going crazy and it was, it's just too long and people are not made meant to be inside they're, they're not you're not producing vitamin d you're not producing serotonin because you're you get that from the, the sun as well um in an indirect uh, mechanism and um and yeah i mean serotonin is, is highly responsible for mood and then with less serotonin you're making less melatonin at night uh, converting serotonin to melatonin so you're not sleeping as well either uh -huh. um and then you're just you basically you're just getting fat for lack of a better term because you're not moving around um and so there, there's a lot of issues with with being inside a lot um definitely want to spend as much time outside as you do inside for sure and what what do you think about people constantly sanitizing their hands do you think that's healthy no i was gonna say no that what that all that all that does if you want to use hand sanitizer once in a while um, it's obviously, and we've heard this a million times, it's much better just to just wash your hands with soap. Mm -hmm. um, because when you use hand sanitizer all the time, the, the microorganisms on your skin will get used to it. Number one, you're stripping the oils away from your skin. Um, and number two, your, your skin is getting used to it and you are creating what's called superbugs. So the bacteria that did survive uh, when you're sanitizing your hands are now going to be immune to that hand sanitizer. Mm -hmm. So it's only meant to be used, you know, once in a while in place of, and any of us in the, you know, former life, so to speak, or do now have worked with children, have gone through all the trainings um, on the fact that hand sanitizer is only to be used in place of soap when soap is not available. And that's it. It's, it's, there's no reason to use it all the time. It does more harm than good. I remember my mom would come in from playing, go wash your hands. And it was always that ivory mm -hmm. soap. Remember that? I'm like, oh, yeah, gosh, yeah. I that ivory soap. And, it, and any, yeah, and any soap will do it. It should not, in fact, it should not be antibacterial. It should not say you don't want soap that says antibacterial because the same thing is going to happen. 
first of all, all soap is antibacterial. Where it says antibacterial, not. All soap is antibacterial. But you don't want the antibacterial because they add, um, they add another ingredient. Um, sometimes it's uh, triclosan, although that's supposedly banned, but I still see it in some, some soaps. Um, triclosan has been shown to, to cause cancer, but um, you know, or they'll use other ingredients that in addition to the soap that create an anti more of an antibacterial effect, but then that's what creates the superbugs. So just regular soap is what, what you should be using. You don't even want it to say antibacterial. It's just regular soap. Interesting. And uh, yeah, just regular soap. But remember when we were young, we played all day. We got dirty and Mm -hmm. You know, we got dirt in our face, or we climbed trees. And exactly. Sweat the best. We. The best way to build your immune system is through exposure. Right. That that's that's we been never... the case since the beginning of time, and so that's no different with what we've just gone through, which isn't even a pandemic, because over one percent of the population would have had to would have had to die from it in order for it to qualify as a pandemic. So it doesn't even fit the definition of a pandemic. Um, and by the way, difference between an epidemic and a pandemic, people are like, why don't they call us an epidemic? Epidemic is confined to one, one, uh, one state or one country, whereas right. a pandemic, pan means worldly. So that's why they call it a pandemic. But it doesn't fit the definition of a, of a pandemic. And, you know, and the best, again, the best way you can protect yourself is through any, through getting sick is through exposure. And we learned that, like you said, when we were kids and we played in the dirt and did we get sick? No because we were being exposed to everything we need to be exposed to. And that's what builds immunity. Um, virus um, vaccines are not, do not build immunity. Um, that's, that's also a myth. Um, you know, it, it only might, if it's a regular vaccine, which again, like I said, this is not, um, but if it's actually fits the definition of a vaccine, it may protect you somewhat from some strain mm -hmm. uh, or a few strains uh, and protect you a certain degree. But you're always going to be more protected through exposure right. um, than any than any vaccine. There's 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 no reason for vaccines. Um, and you know, if you say, what about all these viruses that are around? Well, viruses, like I said, we have about fifteen hundred viruses on average in our body already that are dormant. Um, and uh, these these came from these came from um, labs somewhere, including this one, which has now been proven. Viruses do not occur in nature. Let me say that again. Viruses do not occur in nature. There is no such thing as a natural virus. Viruses do not have a carbon atom. Viruses are not alive on their own. They only have RNA. They do not have DNA. So that means they are not naturally occurring. Even wood that you see outside, inside your wood tables, even wood has DNA. Wood is alive. It has DNA. Plants are alive. They have DNA. So they occur in nature. If it does not have DNA, it does not occur in nature. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. it, it, um, if it's alive, that is. Mm -hmm. If it's not alive, that's another story. But viruses are not alive on their own. They have no DNA. They have no carbon, um, carbon atom, which is what makes some, something or someone alive, which plants have wood has um that it's all alive but viruses are not hmm. what about this is an odd question what about you know people always hand me hand lotion 
you know, mm-hmm. and I, I use it a little bit here and there, but I, for anybody listening out, you know, I people come to me and say, oh, you have such beautiful skin, you have this and this. I do not use any soap. I, mm-hmm. I, I just use water, you know, just mm-hmm. throw water on my face and, and, uh, you know, I don't use any of that stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and I always walk away from it, but, you know, and I think I learned it from my grandmother, but, you know, I don't mm-hmm. need all that. She always tells right. me, you don't need all that stuff. Let it be natural. And well, here's, yeah, here's the thing. Some people, certain people are naturally um, more moisture than other people's, right? right? So you have to know how much moisture your skin naturally carries. Then if and using too much of any product is going to strip the oils off. So it's going to create a worse effect, a more dryness effect over time. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is most uh, moisturizers will have alcohol in them. Right. So what's the purpose of putting alcohol in a moisturizer? Well, because it dries faster and people don't like to have the oil feel on their skin. But the problem is, is that strips your skin of oils and then your hands get more dry or your body. And then you have to use more and more and more and more. So if you do get one, just make sure it has no alcohol. Is your skin going to be oily from it for a longer period of time? Yes. But that's the only type of moisturizer that is going to actually moisturize, not just the first layer of skin, but it's going to penetrate through the, and there's natural oils that they use to make sure that this happens, um, castor oil and, and um, sunflower oil, safflower oil, uh, I know I'm missing some, emu oil, uh, argon oil, and these oils penetrate through the first layer of your skin to the second layer and the third layer. Uh, and then that from the inside out will more moisturize your, your body. And then eventually you won't need to use the lotion or the moisturizer or the oil anymore, as long as it doesn't have that, you know, the alcohol. Right. And they'll sneak it in the like there and there. You'll see like ethyl alcohol, like in the middle somewhere, um, things like that. And, and uh, maybe they and, put it in so you, you can buy it. Constantly Absolutely. It's a marketing yeah, you have to tool. Keep, <laughs> it is. You have to keep buying more. And people people rave about the fact that oh I use this in in you know in five minutes my or two minutes my my hands are completely dry they don't stay oily yeah it's because of the alcohol in there <laughs> yeah so that's, that's what it is and that's it's counterproductive over time mm-hmm. well hold on Jason we're gonna go into a commercial break. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-224. Nine two six six. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of MathBeast EQ'd. I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. 
I'm Esther, co-founder of Head & Home Horse Rescue and Equine Therapy. We have a program called The Cavalry Club, where if you join, some of the benefits are you'll get to ride horses at a fraction of the cost. You'll also get awesome discounts on riding lessons and more. Cavalry Club membership is $75 per month per person. With the membership, you get a one-hour, 30-minute riding session every week unlimited supervised visits to the facility, discounted membership for family members who ride at the same time, discounted riding lessons, discounts for birthday parties or other events, and discounted tickets to Head & Home events. Come check us out on our website, headandhome.org, where you can see photos of our horses. Come visit us to see them live. You can reach us at 801 254-1687. Thank you so much for hanging in there. This is Kathy Lee Parker Show, and I'm sitting here with Jason, and we're talking about look, feel, and be healthy. Jason, this is an interesting topic. It's always on everybody's mind, and oh, we all want to stay healthy, but we, you know, we, and also two people are living longer, but I think it's the older generation, you know, the ones that played in the dirt, <laughs> you know. Exactly. This, this generation is actually, um, the last two generations have actually lived shorter lives uh, for the first time in history than the previous generation. So um, we, we were building up and now we're going down and it's because of all the toxins um, which includes the foods we're eating, which are the GMOs, genetically modified organisms. A lot of people know about those. Avoid GMOs at all costs. The body does not know what to do with them. Uh, it won't break them down. It will and create digestive problems first, and then you'll see autoimmune conditions coming from that. So avoiding GMOs and, and, all, and also figuring out, like I said before, what toxins you have and getting rid of those toxins. When you get rid of those toxins, everything else will disappear and you will feel like you did before the toxins ever affected you. Mm -hmm. So that is the key. Um, mm -hmm. Are you still with me, Jason? Yep, I'm here. Okay, I thought we just popped away. Um, I just wanted to say, yeah, th that's good, the GMOs, and also, too, mm -hmm. um, the food that we're eating. Track. Now, what about the vegetables and tomatoes and things like that? Mm -hmm. They're not as green as they used to be. You know? they're, they're, they're not. Yeah, they're not. Uh, can, and can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, just wanted to make sure that. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're, you're right. I mean, vegetables, fruits are not the way they used to be. Um, the soil, you know, of course, doesn't have as many um, nutrients as it used to, uh, particularly trace minerals. And so what, ha what happens is, is people think that they're getting good food and they're not. And you have everything being sprayed with really bad stuff right now. Um, you know, and so you've got to get you've got to do as much as you can to make sure that your food is not tainted. And the way you do that is organic, of course, certified organic. Um, now, cross-contamination with other crops that have been, been growing, um, and you know, this kind of the spores um, going uh, to different uh, farms, 
where from an organic to a non-organic, because you can have a non-organic farm next to an organic farm, unfortunately. Really? And it just because your farm's organic doesn't mean the one next to it is organic. So you can't, you know, you can't control it hundred percent unless you grow it yourself and you grow it away enough away from other farms. But, um, you know, certified organic fruits and vegetables, um, is, is extremely important. And, um, and then when you're talking about, um, nuts and seeds and grains and things like that, um, shouldn't eat too many grains, but that's another story. Uh, then you're talking about, um, at least having to do non GMO, um, at the very least and organic GMO. whenever possible. Mm -hmm. GMO. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got that printed in my head. And uh, I'll use that when I go shopping. And I know I, what I do when I get my vegetables and stuff, even my meat, I know this sounds strange, but I wash them down. I just, and I'm, some friends are looking at me like you're washing your steak. But I, I just rinse it with cold water and between hot and cold and just pat it down. And, you know, what are you doing? You taste it. But really, and, it does taste better, though. But, and then I yeah. season it and stuff. But I just, I don't know. And even same thing with my vegetables and my. Um, the best thing you can do is some. get some. Yeah, the best thing you can do is get some what's called food grade hydrogen peroxide. And you spray you spray everything with the food grade hydrogen peroxide um, because that'll clean it because of the oxygen in the hydrogen peroxide and the hydrogen. Um, and it will um, get rid of a lot of the uh, microorganisms as well. And it penetrates not just on the surface, but a little bit into the fruit and vegetables. Well, not completely, but a little bit. So that's the best thing you can do is just spray it on there. Um, and, um, you know, just for the record, I don't advocate eating meat. I know you do. You eat meat, Kathy, but. No, um, I don't eat it a lot. I don't eat it a lot. Trust me, I don't. It's okay. like a couple right. times a month, you know. It just, I grew up with meat, but the point is I just love, you know, the taste a little bit. But I don't right, have it right. continuing. You know, I mean, some people eat it like every day. And I'm like, they do, yeah, yeah. It's not it's good true. for you. I even probably nicely as I can, you know, you know, go lightly on that, but um, mm -hmm. or try something right. a little different. But anyway, um, um, I'm very cautious on a lot of my food, and uh, um, being a little bit more cautious because things are getting kind of weird out there. You know, you go to the grocery store and they, yeah, okay, what do I buy? You know, that's yeah, me. well, <laughs> the fruits and vegetables are, you know, like I said, they have all kinds of chemicals in them now, even more so than before. They're actually, they're, they're, there's actually, um, you know, more parasites found in there now than, than before. And, you know, that's, that's a problem we have. So a lot of even, people if have I, even if I do clean it down, I still have those parasites in there, right? It, it, yeah, it's going to help with the hydrogen peroxide, but it's not going to be 100%. Um, and that's whether you're talking about meat or vegetables or fruits. Um, but at least it's, what you know, at least it's something. You, you mentioned earlier, what type of hydrogen peroxide did you say to get? Cause I'm like, it's, it's called food grade. So in other words, not the kind that you use in the bathroom, <laughs> that's, that's not food grade. You wouldn't want to, you know, drink that, but you can actually drink food grade hydrogen peroxide in small amounts. Um, so you can, you can spray it on the safely on, on anything that you're, that you're eating. But if, we, but if you drink it a little bit, you're just, is it, does it help? Does it help your body? It does. It does. In small amounts, food grade hydrogen peroxide, it will add more hydrogen and oxygen to your cells. 
which will help kill some of the pathogens in your body, the bad pathogens. Um, and, um, and it will, um, it'll help oxygenate your, your body more. So there's, there's very specific ways to do that. Um, using hydrogen peroxide, food grade hydrogen peroxide. And, um, you know, you, you know, you just have to be careful and follow the instructions on the label and don't overdo it because you can really cause damage if you do. Um, not to mention, a you know, what's called a detox effect, a die off effect where, um, you have these pathogens that are dying off too fast and going into your bloodstream and causing you to feel horrible, um, until they get released, um, out of the body. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you, you just, you can do it, but you have to be a little careful with it. Yeah. Okay. What about, I know a lot of people eat, drink at night, um, uh, apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. Is that good yeah, for you or is that, did you dilute that yeah. down? Yeah, definitely. Raw, yeah. Raw apple cider vinegar, okay. um, is, is actually very good for you. It helps with balancing the pH in the digestive tract. And it helps with with killing off some of the microorganisms microorganisms in your body, uh, and it helps with um, balancing the uh, the amount of the right amount of stomach acid for your stomach to make. Um, as long as you don't do it all the time, um, you oh. know you can you you use it in different ways. Yeah, because eventually what it does is it creates acidity in the stomach, but then the rest of the body it, once it passes the stomach, you get more alkaline. And eventually you can get too alkaline and then it backs up in the stomach and then you're not producing enough stomach acid. So you never want apple cider vinegar, high, um, raw apple cider vinegar for more than three weeks, uh, three weeks at a time, uh, followed by at least a five day break. And usually that's only if you're, um, if you're using it for therapeutic purposes, but, um, you know, kind of the happy, happy medium is if you want to do a tablespoon, uh, if you're otherwise healthy and you just want to keep that going, you can do a tablespoon in about um, three or, you know, three or so ounces of water uh, and just drink that, um, you know, just drink it once a day. Um, you would do more if you're using it therapeutically for some reason. Oh, that's a good idea. That's mm -hmm. a good idea. I had a girlfriend, I spent the night at her place because it was far away and she was doing that. And I'm like, I'm wondering if that was really healthy, healthy. She did it every day. And well, she did it with yeah, water. As long she as, did it with water. You know, just a little Yeah, bit. a little bit of water. As long as you're not doing more than a tablespoon a day, you're good unless you're doing treating something and then you would do it for three weeks on, five days off, and then maybe three weeks on again. And then that would take care of uh, any, you know, acid balance problems. So if you have, you know, if you have heartburn or anything like that, it would it would take care of that. Um, or micro certain microorganisms. Um, you know, cause it, it, uh, also, like I said, it, it raises the pH, uh, and if you stop after three weeks, not, it won't raise it too much and then it'll balance the stomach acid as well. So, um, some people make, actually most people don't make enough stomach acid. It's just that it splashes back into the esophagus through the open sphincter, what's called, which is supposed to hold the acid stomach acid so that it doesn't splash in the esophagus. But some people have problems where the sphincter is loose. And then the acid gets, um, you know, the, the acid you do make gets um, splashed back in the esophagus. So it's not that you're making too much acid. It's that you're, you know, you're eating the wrong foods, which create um, the acid to splash back up and loosen sphincter. So, um, so most people actually don't make enough stomach acid. It's, it's actually pretty fairly, fairly rare that 
someone may actually makes too much stomach acid. Mm -hmm. I got a question to ask. Um, what about those with diabetes? Is it good to drink lots and lots of water to help keep that, keep everything down? You know what I mean? It's always good to drink a lot of water. Um, water on its own isn't going to do much for diabetes unless you are drinking, um, unless you're drinking water from a uh, water ionizer. Uh -huh. um, which, which again, which balances the pH and adds more hydrogen and oxygen into your body, uh -huh. then that in turn will help. But um, yeah, water, water on its own doesn't really directly help diabetes. But um, you should be drinking, you know, a lot of water anyway to keep to keep flushing everything out, to stay hydrated. Um, you know, otherwise you're going to feel lightheaded, things like that. If you're not hydrated enough, you're going to get dizzy. You're going to get lightheaded. You're going to get tired. Um, uh, because your electrolyte balance is going to be off, is specifically your um, your sodium potassium balance, which the kidneys are responsible for balancing out, and they balance it out way better when you have enough water in your body. Do people call you for health issues besides how to eat right and to stay healthy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, more more now than ever, I along with you know million other practitioners I know are seeing people more and more that have more severe health issues. And again, it's because of the foods and it's because of the toxins uh, wow. in our environment. And again, the first thing to, to know is what, what type of toxicities we have. We get rid of those, the body heals itself. So the inflammation goes away, the acidity goes away, um, and the condition goes away. So that's that's the first thing and and that's the first thing i do is i try to determine what you know what type of toxin is being you know is, is affecting the person and i know that by what's going on with their digestive system first and foremost um and also because that when you have a poor digestive system eventually it's going to create other symptoms so if you're if you're tired if you're dizzy if you're um lightheaded uh if things like that um you it, the, it starts in the digestive system and it, people think, oh, there's something wrong with my brain. Well, no, it actually comes from the digestive system. 70% um, of our 70% um, of our immune system lies in our digestive system. And 80% of our neurotransmitters lie in our digestive system. Mm -hmm. So when our digestive system is messed up, eventually it's going to feel like it's affecting the brain. Uh, that's and you get the brain fog and all that. So, you know, when you have all that and you have digestive problems, chances are it's nowadays, especially I see this more and more, it's pa probably parasites. Um, our food is actually being sprayed, believe it or not, with parasites now. Um, our water, a lot of people are in areas where they're actually doing that to the water. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true. It's been proven. So um, there's a bunch of videos on it um, that show that. But so that's a big problem. Probably the biggest problem right now is, is, is parasitic infections, parasites in people. And if you have these symptoms I'm describing, you may very well have parasites, um, it probably more so than not. Uh, and if you have these symptoms, but your digestive system is still okay, it could be other things. It, like I said, the other toxins, it could be like you know, like like mold, for example, or heavy metals or, um, you know, a, a bacteria that's never completely gone away in your body or a virus that keeps being activated. Um, you know, it goes dormant for a while and then it keeps being activated. I know a lot of people, 
you know, a lot of experts will say a lot of times that's um, virus called Epstein-Barr that does that. And it, and it gets activated when you're stressed because stress releases toxins in your body. And what did I say about when you release toxins? That's when these viruses get activated. So that's what happens. Again, people say stress cause illness. Well, they're a contributing factor. They allow the toxins to be released. And then that activates some of these viruses if you have viruses in your system. So, um, it's, it's a big kind of thing, but, it, but I try to simplify it for people as much as I can. Interesting. Interesting. This is so educational. I love it when you come on my show. <laughs> oh, on it's every, fun. I know yeah. you come on about almost every other month. So, and I, yeah. I get more yeah. re-educated even though, <laughs> you know, I even know you, I know you personally and I can call you, but I just love the fact that you help my audience see things a little bit in a brighter light and give them mm-hmm. hope, you know, and understanding the foods and their body and, you know, the digestive system and to keep things functioning and, you know, and they also can get a hold of you. So tell them how they get a hold of you. Someone's listening to you today. How can they get a hold of you? So, yeah, um, I, I um, heal, heal, heal. Uh, dot info is my is my actually that's one of my websites um heal 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 dot info is um is one of my websites that's that's a good way to get to get in touch with me um and that will have my email on there that will have my phone number on there um so um that's a good way just kind of you know kind of look through website my website see all the things that i do which it's impossible for me to mention everything that i do but, um, you know, what, what I do uh, compared to other practitioners is I customize everybody and I, and I make it very individual and I figure out what's going on with you specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do that through a series of questions um, about what's going on with, with your body. And, um, and, and from then, I've seen enough people to figure out what I what the cause is and I can tell you what the cause is um, with, you know, very high level of certainty um, only because of all the experience I've had and knowing the cause of illness and knowing the symptoms it creates when you have different causes, what symptoms those, those different causes create. So, um, you know, I can almost always tell you, you know, probably what's causing it and what you have to do to, to, to help to heal yourself. Um, and sometimes I'm going to say, let's confirm this, let's get this test or that test. And most of those you can order um, online. You don't need a doctor's prescription or anything like that. And you just send it to whatever whatever lab or you take it, I should say, to whatever lab that is connected with that company. And, um, and then once it gets to Life Extension, I like that one because um, you take it to LabCorp and then... Um, Basically, you uh, you send it in, you have them send it in, and then you'll actually have a doctor on the other end when they get it, and they'll go over your results with you. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good one. Um, of course, those are not those are not tests that insurance will cover, unfortunately. Those are going to be out of pocket, whether you get it through Life Extension or whether you go to a naturopathic doctor and you have the doctor order those tests for you, you're going to have to pay for those tests. Um, regular doctors, as we all know, will not do those specific tests, most of them anyway. They'll only do the, the basic tests. Mm-hmm. 
And when they say, you know, when they say your, you know, your CBC is normal and they say your chem panel is normal, um, they'll say, oh, you're fine. You know, whereas, you know, over half of the stuff, if you've got some underlying condition like the ones I mentioned, will not show up in blood work and general blood work. So you've got to get those specific tests. And doctors here, unfortunately, don't believe in a lot of that stuff. Um, so you have to go to a naturopath or you have to go to an osteopath. Um, to be able to, um, you know, an, 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 uh, a DO, uh, doctor of osteopathy, um, or a naturopathic doctor, uh, an, an ND, and like Nancy, ND. And so, you know, I can figure out most of that stuff. And if I feel like, you know, you should also go to a, uh, you know, another doctor to figure out some stuff too, then I'll, I'll have you do that. Um, there's a lot that shows up in those specific blood tests. And then there's a lot more that shows up, uh, believe it or not, in stool samples, which most regular doctors will not do. But a stool sample can tell you more about your health than any other test. That um, you can Jason, that used mm -hmm. to be done in the olden days. I remember being a little okay. girl and my mom had to get my, so I was sick and she had to get my stool samples. And I'm like, yeah, but it, I remember that. And I think I had a really good doctor and I thought that was kind of weird. And, but now when you said brought that up, it just had a flash, you know, doctors, mm -hmm. I think they used to do that a long, long time ago. Yeah. And they do it with, they, if you have an animal, you know, they do it with animals. Yeah, right? they do. Yeah. So why not with, yeah. yeah so why not with humans? It makes no sense. <laughs> right? Because they, they want to feed us more medication. Of course. Of course. Because they make their money off of medication. Let me That's give me yeah. some this and this. And I'm like, what? I had yep. um, shoulder surgery. My doctor gave me more medication. I remember I lined it up. I think I had like 15 medications. I'm like, I don't need all this. Yeah. It must have made me drowsy and lightheaded bouncing off the ceiling i'm like it doesn't make me feel better it makes me feel worse <laughs> yeah exactly and all you're doing is making your liver toxic and your kidneys toxic by taking all that medication and oh i i died yeah. i didn't take probably half of the other thing i think i threw it away or gave it to you know pharmaceutical places i don't need to get rid of this right. i don't need this there, anymore there you, go. <laughs> you know my insurance paid for it but it made me mad because that's where my money went why can't it go to somebody like you and you know what yeah. I mean? Why can't it go there instead of? Because uh, I don't because I don't take insurance. Because <laughs> I'm, I know, uh, I'm. I know, but the point is, yeah. why can't it go there? You know what I mean? You can make money off of that. Yeah, it it, it should. I mean, everybody should have cash. Should have cash set aside, a couple grand in cash set aside for their health. Um, to go to myself or other, you know, or naturopathic doctors or um, doctors of osteopath that um, where they can pay out of pocket for these additional tests and to get the, the help they need to say, hey, here's what's really going on. Here's why your stuff isn't showing up in the general blood work, you know, and, um, you know, and most of most of the time insurance doesn't cover it. Sometimes with naturopathic doctors, you can get the office visit covered and you can get, depending on your insurance, you can send in the paperwork after the fact um, and try to get reimbursed. But even then, usually they'll just pay you back pennies on the dollars, the insurance company will. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, it's not something to rely on um, as far as natural, uh, natural health care. Okay, healing. I got another question that came through. Um, what about the feet? The feet, do the feet tell a lot, the nerves and everything about your body? 
you know what I mean? The foot. They they can they the can. You have um, in Chinese medicine, of course, you have um, various um, acupuncture and acupressure points. Uh, and these points, uh, and you know, these acupressure points, especially in the feet, because you have more in the feet than anywhere. Mostly, they're in the feet, the hands, and the ears. And um, these, all of these points connect to an organ in the body. Wow. So if it hurts when you press on a specific point, acupressure point, you've got to you've got to find out. And it's easy to look up. You just Google. Um, what organ that point is attached to. So uh -huh. if you're, if you're pressing on, you know, your toe, for example, and it hurts with just a little bit of pressure, right? It should hurt if you put a lot of pressure on it, right? But not a little bit of pressure, uh -huh. but if it hurts when you put a little bit of pressure on, you'll look and you'll find that it's connected to your brain, right? So you probably, that probably means you get a lot of headaches and you have something So all of these acupressure points um, link to uh, an organ in your body. And you have different acupressure points that link to different organs and different parts of those organs. Uh -huh. So you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't feel pain when you press lightly on any of the acupressure points. If you do, that organ that is connected to that pressure point is where one or more of your issues is coming from mm -hmm. Interesting. so yeah and i'm not sure if that, that if that was the exact question he was asking about the feet but but definitely there's you have yeah you have more pressure points uh in your feet than anywhere like i said feet hands and ears are the most but you do have pressure points of course all over your body and um and that's why um you know, acupressure helps. That's why reflexology helps your health. Massage, um, you know, acupuncture, physical therapy, um, because you're you're creating more flow, more energy flow. Chi, as Chinese call it, um, you're you're creating more energy flow um, through those points to these organs, so the organs can repair a lot quicker and easier when they're getting more blood flow, when they're getting more energy flow uh, to them. Now, where are you located at? Where are you at now? Are you? I'm currently in 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 Nevada. Oh. Okay. And um. But you do yeah, a lot currently... of stuff on Zoom. Do you do you still do Zoom? Do you yes. Still do... Yes. Are I mean, ninety nine percent of my sessions are through Zoom because my clients, of course, are all all over the country and sometimes in other countries, and so it's just a lot easier to do it over Zoom, so they don't have to be in the in the state city state that I'm in, mm -hmm. but um. But yeah, I mean, if I happen to be local to them at that present time, then sure, I'll 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 go and see them. You know, I'll go to their house and I'll see them. And um, you know, I do I do travel quite a bit, so I don't hold like a brick and mortar office because that wouldn't be feasible because I travel a lot. But um, but I'll go. Yeah, I'll go to them. I'll go to their home, their office, whatever. And um, you know, and I'll and I'll you know, I don't have any issue with seeing somebody in person if they're. They happen to be locally where I am at that moment. Hmm, interesting. Well, if you're ever doing a speaking engagement or something, let me know. Keep me on your. You got my email. Just send me a, you mm -hmm. know, a message. Say, hey, I'm going to be here, you know, in Utah or in Las Vegas. I'm doing a, an event. I'll pop in. You know, I'll come out and see you. Yeah, def definitely. Um, yeah. So bring I bring some friends and. You know, I, I, everybody likes what you do. So, yeah, and come mm -hmm. and meet with you and, 
and you can tell us what's wrong with us and yeah. <laughs> right well everybody everybody's got something wrong with them i'll tell you that much but you've been checking um, are you eating right <laughs> yeah drinking yeah. a lot of water that's the number one thing water but i do drink purified water so i i stay on top of that and yeah uh, yeah that that's I keep good my water clean and even when i make tea it's always purified water so that's and, yeah that that's good yeah we don't want to be too many people use tap water yeah, we don't want to be using tap water um i mean you, you know most people know what they use to kill the microorganisms and that's chlorine so um you know you don't want a bunch of chlorine in your body um and if you have a water filter um then uh, the the one that i suggest and it's it's only 30 bucks is um you might be able to get it for less on certain sites or whatever but um it's pure p-u-r and it's the if you just want the water pitcher you get that one and there's two of them you want to get the one that says three times more um three, or three times more um toxins than brita that's so, not the one i got that's the one i yeah i think you came and you visit with my husband and you know a couple of years ago and you gave him some advice but i remember you telling me that and we went out and got it and we have it ever since oh good we just keep yeah and you can get the one that goes of... that screws onto the faucet or you can get the pitcher we got um, the pitcher we got the pitcher but yeah somebody else yeah, you introduced just... me to it's even bigger too and it goes into the refrigerator you have to because the pitcher you have to fill up a lot but you, know. you, you do you do i do i fill it up a lot although sometimes i'm out all day so i just fill a big 32 ounce uh container and just take it with me um well, during the day when i'm out but yeah jason i want to thank you so much for coming on my show it was yeah, really no. really fun and uh then my hour is up and i okay. you know you'll be back i know you'll be back and see today is june july august so i'll be back in august. okay okay and uh thank you again and you keep educating me more and more, especially on the events that we had in the past year. But, um, but thank you. Thank you again. And uh, for everybody out there listening, he will be posted on my website as well as all his information if you want to contact him or do a session. So again, thank you so much for listening into the Kathy Lee Parker Show. Have a great night. Thank you.